0: Going. You don't start a show with, uh-uh, that's negative energy. Well, you know what, bitch? Okay. Sometimes I'm Carrie Hilson. Okay. All
1: right. Okay. Sure. And that's what I'm not going to do is I be in these if streets. The, if, if that's
0: what you should strive toward, wanting to be Carrie Hilson. No, Listen, no offense to Carrie Hilson. I would be
1: Carrie Hilson. Okay, okay. Bitch, I would. With the
0: bullying in these streets online? That's fine. She, she's still cashing <laughs> checks. She is definitely still cashing checks. But I am not Carrie Hilson. <laughs> I am Jay. <laughs> and I am Ray.
1: And this is He Said, He Said, the podcast that makes you go, hmm. We are back in the streets, still giving you the most while having the least amount of things to do in our lives because the outside is closed, but the inside is hot <laughs> like fire. I
0: was like, wait, I where are you going with this, girl? What do you mean nothing to do? Okay, I, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we want to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast That He Said, He Said Pod. We are on all streaming services that you love to listen to podcasts like Spotify, Apple Music, and all the other SoundCloud mm-hmm. moments. iHeartRadio, all the places. Yes. yes, but you can also find us on social media at the Instagram handle and, podca- <laughs> and um, Facebook handle. He said, he said, pod, because guess what, y'all? We need you to do this, and to do this, we do it for you, right?
0: Sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, so um, anyway. <laughs> I guess we should jump right in, because All we right. have a full yeah. docket today. That's okay. what happens
1: when there's nothing to do but the most.
0: So, um, we will start with love it or shade it, and there were a few things I was considering, but I actually landed on... <laughs> what you you on. I am really loving cocktails these days (laughs) and this is courtesy of you Jay no I mean not necessarily craft cocktails but I am definitely amongst this group of people who are drinking probably almost every day I would not say that I'm drinking every day but almost every day I'm definitely having a drink Mm -hmm. a lot of it has to do with you know doing our little happy hours that we do virtually because for us, happy hour really does mean happy hour. I had a cocktail in my hand. Okay, if it's if there's no cocktail in my hand, the hour is not happy. Ooh, oh. So, um, and what I'm finding is that so we have this book, funny book, actual physical book. It is super thick. It has 10,000 cocktails in it, and we've been going through this book and making a lot of those cocktails. And I actually have always liked making drinks, um, you know, just freehand without an actual recipe. But it's refreshing to actually Ooh. make these drinks from a recipe. And what I'm finding is as giving me ideas oh, yes. for my freehand You're cocktails creatives. it is it's just making me think of you know different ideas of things oh, that i can whip well, up in to a make, to level set okay. a craft cocktail yes yeah, so what is a craft our cocktails?
1: cocktails where every element is handmade or tailored
0: specifically to that drink so that is a no i am not we are not making craft cocktails but listen i didn't think we were but um no, I, I do. Think this, is, this. It's a craft to drink my cocktail, okay? <laughs> Listen. There's a craft to drinking cocktails? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that is what I'm loving right now. Um, I saw something going around. It was a meme where it was like, um to the something to the effect of we're all going to need a lot of help when we go back to like you know not being quarantined because we're all drinking every day and i think that that is one of the things that we're all going to have to like um kind of adjust to i mean once it, the world changes there's nothing, kind nothing of back. Else to do well, yeah i mean so i'm loving it i hope you're loving it i well, i am known yes please drink responsibly because i am known as the bitch that gets everybody drunk when i yes. make the cocktails at the party. It,
1: so, basically, it is. Basically, you know, anyone a, that knows or is now knowing, <laughs> Ray likes to basically put a straw in a vodka bottle and <laughs> say, here's your cocktail.
0: I have a heavy ass hand. Yeah, okay, Basically, it's yeah.
1: Well, that's a cute little love it.
0: Yes. I figure break up the monotony of the shade it's I've know, been having. Every or
1: the, the heavies. You'd be having the heavies <laughs> in, the, in the beginning I d- of I the did episode. D- I decided to keep it light this week. Oh, that's good. Keep it light yes. and right. Make and that big shit tight.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what is your love it or shade it? My
1: love it is to TV bitch. De- oh, yes. um, and it, currently right now, I don't know about these quarantine streets, but you're doing but we basically binge the whole season of Dead to Me. In a swift two, maybe two, two days, days. I think. two settings, and that includes some sleeping and going on yeah. rides. And well, luckily that shows only a half an hour, though. And all so, that shit. Yeah. we were not in the coffee shop. We just ordered and drove. Yes,
0: because um, you know everything is curbside pickup these days.
1: I, uh, listen, I want everyone to know that my um, my co-host is someone that doesn't like to do anything that has to do with anything that the law did not say he should do (laughs) so the scientist said he should sit inside and count to 25 he gonna sit inside and count to 28
0: so that is a gross overstatement but i'll let you have that
1: but i'm gonna say the tv i'm actually grateful for a lot of the productions that have been able to come out um things being moved up Mm -hmm. it has filled our tv calendars to the brim bitch i'm exhausted i don't know When and where I'll have time to see the things that are coming out because I still have things that are in the backlog. Um, But I just want to say, Dead to Me, you know, the first season. Which is a Netflix show, by the way. I was like, yes, I'm here for it. It was on the edge of my seat, a little like curiosity. The first season was magic. The second season, in the beginning, I was like, okay, how they're gonna keep this going? Mm-hmm. Well, bitch, they kept it going. Karen, the next door neighbor, she love her loves her orange wine.
0: Car- Karen is actually one of my favorite characters, which is funny because she's barely in the show, mm-hmm. but I do think that she's like one of the best parts of the show. She be,
1: she loves her orange uh, <laughs> wine. Yes. Okay, and uh, Christina Applegate is, is cute in the show. Sorry.
0: Uh, you know, I'm here for it. I, You know, I've always been a TV lover. So, you know, if anything, Kovic has given me, but not really. I wish it had given me more time to watch TV, but it hasn't really. No, be perfect, because I've been we have, filling a, our time, we our have a lot of, we have a lot of things that we're doing to be perfect. I've been
1: to be filling honest. our days.
0: You bitch. have been filling our days. Okay. Um, so that is a perfect segue. We're going to end okay, <laughs> love it or shade it on that note, but keep it going in mm-hmm. unfiltered, or unbothered segueing right into a COVID update. And the first update also concerns television. So, um, as you can imagine, the networks are having kind of a tough time dealing with COVID, Listen. and how um, you know that can affect their schedules, especially for the fall. Fall schedule is mm-hmm. coming up in September, and they're all trying to figure out what to do. So, originally, um, if you don't know, there are these things called upfronts. Where yeah, upfronts? Then I want, I want to go to one. I do too. Where the TV networks essentially is. Maybe almost, we'll be on an upfront one time. Maybe mm-hmm. it's almost like Comic Send Con um where it's like a conference and what it really is for us for the network's to present um, their new shows for the next season to advertisers, because mm-hmm. you know we're still in a model where advertisers are the ones who are actually paying for all this shit, because yeah. they pay for their for their commercials to be Placement aired. Um, so the upfronts for Fox and CW were canceled, mm-hmm. um, and this was announced earlier in the year. Um, but now we're getting a better idea of what Fox and CW are doing in the fall, and it's interesting. So Fox, for more. one, has unveiled its 2020 schedule. Mm. They're eliminating the uncertainty by relying on scripted and reality series already in the can. So dramas Filthy Rich and Next, mm. um, which um, both um, hold over or, or are held over from this season, as oh, well as so new be
1: spring shows, as
0: well as new installments of Chef Junior and Cosmos um, are going to be airing. Um, and then obviously, um, you know, they have their, uh, the Simpsons, the family guy, yeah, um, like Bob's their, Burgers there, mm-hmm. and wrestling and um, NFL football, which there's still questions around that as but well. But you know
1: what? I, th- that's cute that they have some things in the can. But I think that what they should do is they should bring back shows that had mediocre, um, you know, viewership
0: mm-hmm. and revi- revisit them.
1: Like reruns? No, like seasons that like had two set. The seasons that the maybe oh you mean like a
0: okay so you mean like a show that didn't do that well they Uh canceled it. So then Mm -hmm. now you bring it back with new episodes. Yeah, and then I also no, but they still would have to produce new episodes. That wouldn't work.
1: Not if they had like more episodes in the can because you know sometimes they get canceled and they have episodes.
0: Yeah, but that would be like in the middle of a season. So, like, you'd have so to pick be, up.
1: Yeah, and then they're going to come back with their off. shows in 2021.
0: I don't know if that would work.
1: I also think, like, what's interesting about all of this is a lot of um, big networks or, like, big companies own these networks but also own streaming services. Mm-hmm. So, like, ABC, for example, they own Hulu and um, their affiliates. Disney Plus. I think their affiliates are Hulu and Disney plus. So they have all these exclusive content that they put on these, um, these shows. Right. So what they could do as like a marketing thing, babe, I don't know if you think of this cute or not, but we'll I came see. up with it in my mind. Okay. Is if they have Tell a show, more. if they have a show that has a season one and season two is about to come out, mm-hmm. they could put season one in the fall on TV as a promo, like a press, like as press for season two on their streaming services, you can be like, "Oh, you like this show, bitch?" Well, guess what? We got
0: season two on, on Hulu. Yeah, but the problem is they can't. They don't know if they're gonna be able to produce any shows for the fall.
1: But I'm saying is they would rerun season one, like let's say the high school musical shit on Google plus. I mean, Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So you take your properties
0: from the streaming services and put them on the network.
1: You would select your highest viewed shows and you would show that on the network for half a season Mm -hmm. and or the season, whatever, whatever, I mean, it depends on the episode count.
0: Yeah. But then what that does is it kind of negates the whole idea of, of the S, Exclusivity of these particular productions. Well, bitch, on the I'm streaming just thinking
1: service. creatively because you know, because what? they want to drive people to the streaming. So, if they ain't got but... no money in the bank, show so what's <laughs> drink, what are gonna? Oh, these we gonna companies
0: watch? have plenty. What are we gonna watch? Money in the bank? What are we plenty. gonna watch? Plenty. Um, another question mark was whether the mass singer, um, which would be the fourth season, which hasn't been shot yet. I guess the other season had already been done mm-hmm. before everything shut down. So they were able to air that, which was great for them. Mm-hmm, um, but the questions cool. would be, you know, whether the Mass Singer would be able to come back. And I don't think the Mass Singer lends itself to a Zoom production or Teams production in a way that, um, American Idol and The Voice do, no. which I also question whether those shows lend themselves to that either. Oh, um, oh, but man. also NFL because right now they're the, gonna have Zoom NFL. Well, the question is is you know what that what is that gonna look like as far they're as the NFL? You know whether if Pass me the ball. You know what kills me about that, Zoom? or what really I am so confused about this whole idea and concept of playing major league sports hmm. with no audience, with no fans in it's the stands. It's weird. It is really fucking because.
1: Weird. But I think that it i think what it why they're pressuring it is because they feel like that is like american culture and they feel yeah. like if we have that on pause too long people will feel like we're not ever gonna go back to normal.
0: Yeah. And then um just kinda of to mention with the CW, I believe it Supernatural's the only show that's coming Girl, back I'm in good. the fall. And no other shows are coming back in the fall. So that is super interesting. Don't know what that's gonna look like, but Godspeed. To and they don't networks. have
1: and CW doesn't have a streaming service because ABC has Hulu and Disney, CBS has Showtime and um CBS, 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 <laughs> yes, uh, CBS access, and then That's NBC has Peacock. So I mean, yes. there's, there's, they have options. So we'll see what CW brings because yes. apparently they ain't bringing the heat.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of bringing the heat, there were rumors swirling um, that um, uh, and I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Let's stick with that narrative. Tell me more. There were rumors swirling. Uh-huh. alleged rumors that, and it's a rumor, so it is alleged. But
1: we're going to say the word it's built so in. that it is built into the case. So, <laughs> not getting a when lawsuit. we go to a lawsuit, we have this audio.
0: So, th- that Channing Tatum mm-hmm. got himself in a little bit of hot water with his ex, Jenna Dewan. I don't know how like that. And what happened is essentially Channing had his 40th birthday. So, you know, in these days of COVID, you have a birthday. You get creative. You get creative. And for a lot of people, you're quarantining. Some people are not. But in Channing Tatum's case, again, 40th milestone. So I guess he decided that he was going to have a party. And it does say, you know, these sources who were telling the tabloids, Come on, essentially, sources. that um, Channing had a socially distanced gathering of a oh. small handful mm-hmm. of longtime friends outdoors. Oh, yes, to celebrate his birthday outdoors on what? On a merry ground. <laughs> Probably outdoors in his palatial estate. I don't know. I don't know where he lives. Uh, It's not a state
1: because (laughs) if Dennis ain't getting tested, that don't it it was not nobody's estate.
0: Yeah. So he had this party um, and the rumor was that allegedly um, Jenna Dewan basically said, okay, you're going to have this party, you know, in these days of COVID, you have to be tested. And that test has to come back negative for COVID-19 before you can come back into the house with me and with our daughter. So, you know, again, this was the rumor, um, and he—the rumor was also that he agreed to it, and, you know, I— didn't I, me personally, I didn't think it was that controversial. It seemed kind of like common sense to me. I
1: mean, I, I was like, and then she just had a baby with with her new man.
0: Oh, does she have a new baby? Uh-huh. Did we talk about that? We probably
1: I know. don't know because I don't even know her like that.
0: <laughs> I can't keep so... up with some of these folks that we talk about. I'm like, did we talk about that? I really don't remember. I don't, I, sometimes I don't even know. <laughs> but after the shindig, he did actually um, take a test. That, and the quote is: Channing tested negative for coronavirus after offering to get tested. So that's the. Difference where now all of a sudden they're saying, Oh, well, no, 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 no. It wasn't that Jenna demanded that he have a test, which is kind of the narrative that, um, you know, hit the press immediately. Um, and that there's no drama between them, um, that they have been co parenting great. And there's no drama.
1: Yeah, she had a baby. I think. Let me look at my notes. And
0: he waited a couple of days for the results, um, you know, before he actually came back into the home because, again, they're co-parenting. So I think they are. Uh I think the daughter, um, Everly, is splitting her time between both of them. So they're trying to say now, oh well, no, it was his choice. It wasn't that Jenna was pressuring him. And I'm like, well, if it was me, I would have. I'd have been like, okay. So if you're having a fucking party. And I have two kids. You're saying now at home. You're and definitely going to a, be tested. Two
1: month old, but her new fiance Steve Kazi, who reportedly influenced her former part the her her former partner's decision to get tested during this time. Evelyn is staying with her mom, uh, her mum. Mm. So Evelyn is the daughter of, Channon um, and. And Jenna, I have Everly. Everly, Ever- we're been saying yes. I'm shit. like
0: Evelyn, girl. I don't see no ends. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, <laughs> here's what I'm gonna say: is you know what? Wait, so I, I want to unpack that since so that's kind of new information I don't have in my notes. <laughs> so, y- so you're saying that the Steve, new the new man, the was new like, man. Get
1: tested because mm-hmm. she we have a two month old baby mm-hmm. in these streets, okay. and Jenna was like, that's right, and then okay. he was like, and you know, he'd be with um Jesse J allegedly, and we don't know what they'd be doing, you and know then. What?
0: Don't then bring Jesse J into this. She's a goddess. But you know, we don't know what they'd be doing. <laughs> we don't, but no, we don't know what he and his bros be doing because you know they're all bros. I mean, it's just in my head, I see like so. With, here's my question to a you, magic, right? Type group assembled of guys. Would
1: you go to a gathering, social uh-huh. gathering, where everyone would be practicing social distancing outside? No. See, Not like right I now. said, the scientist says count, stay inside. Count the 25, right now. You count the twenty. Not right now,
0: and you know to be perfectly honest, a big um, impetus for that answer is the fact that I do have underlying health conditions, which I'll probably have gone into before, but I won't now. Um, that I feel like do make it or could because let me let's be clear. There's so much we still don't fucking know about this virus. But there are things that from what I've read so far that could put me at higher risk. So no bitch,
1: I'm in these streets where I'm I'm at the point in my life that we might be at the bottom of the hill and then maybe be at the top of the hill, but I need to see a bitch. Like I'm over these you know streets. What? And that's not what at the going? bottom of the hill, <laughs> <laughs> in the top of the hill. Because listen, the hills are alive with bish, the sound of music. Jack I, and
0: Jill went up the hill to fetch a pillow of water. Listen, but Jack was at the top and Jill was at the bottom. Bish. Listen,
1: <laughs> I was
0: not. I'm, I'm telling you,
1: I am at a point in my life where I, if the governor tells me it's through the Jul- July, you might see me in these quarantine streets mm. on hills talking to people.
0: Mm-mm. No, I mean, I get what you're saying because it, for all this that we're talking about, you know, they talk about social distancing, but it's like, and then the scientists and the media is kind of like saying, well, no, shift your thinking because it's not really social distancing because in this digital age, we are still able to socialize. It's really physical distancing. Yeah, but, need to, but need the same, it's di- but it's different. I mean, even I, as someone who is more of an introvert, who is more of a homebody are than you, you missing? are, I am actually missing. You know, to your point, Energy. like sharing the same space with mm, people mm. who are not you, Listen, <laughs> and food service workers. I'm tired,
1: <laughs> but and so is Jenna. She said, "You ain't going. You're you going to get tested in these." And quarantine. Steve, girl, I would be Steve, the same way.
0: Stevie Wright said, "Stevie, that's wrong. You are <laughs> okay. not going to have this man who's having this party." I I know how I would react, and I think you know how I will react too, bitch. Your ex make some stupid ass decision That's that stupid. he gonna be out in these streets socializing in the days of covid okay reckless when we had no kids okay so. we got max okay I don't want max coming down with the covid <laughs> uh,
1: you know, by COVID, COVID brings out the true colors of the drama, bitch. Because let me it just does. tell you, the drama that I live with—listen, you know it is like one life to it's live. Not drama, it's Days love. Days of our life, bitch.
0: It's love.
1: It is General Hospital.
0: All right. Speaking of the, um, you know, COVID pandemic crisis, whatever you want to call it, bringing out things. So, um, Kendall Jenner recently opened up about um, how quarantining. Has um, kind of exacerbated her, um, I think, pretty well documented issues with mental health, um, mainly being anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she actually did a video yeah, with narcissism,
1: which would be the
0: what, what the, all of their
1: family, um, inclusive of the extension of the West, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm, suffer. <laughs> So, yeah, so um, Kendall actually released a video um, to social media where she explained that quarantining has um, challenges for people who are dealing with or have in the past dealt with mental issues. Um, She explained her struggles. She also um, explained her coping mechanisms. She talked about taking walks. She talked about reading books. Um, you know, and the different things that she does when she knows that that kind of like feeling of anxiety is coming on. Um, and she's actually joining a movement cool. that was started by um, a. Chris Jenner? No, bitch, not Chris, not the devil, girl. Okay, go ahead, carry on. <laughs> what did they say? The devil is busy, Chris Jenner is busier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, so this was actually Kenneth Cole, the designer. Um, who came up with this initiative? It is a challenge or movement for social media. <laughs> why are you making faces and taking swigs of your drink? This is a good thing, dear. <laughs> for someone
1: that actually suffers from anxiety, she doesn't suffer from. I don't. I'm not gonna say she, she doesn't, does. but what I'm gonna say is, be genuine. And why are you working with a brand, not like an actual? Treatment facility or well, but, a doctor? Like why? Like ultimately, if you're suffering from it, or like why do you need to associate? Because she's getting paid.
0: Oh, but this is an assumption that you're making that she's getting paid.
1: You think that she's? You think Chris Jenner is letting her talk about anything on her Instagram that she's I don't not, know. not associated? To I don't a know. Check?
0: I don't know. Now, if this were Kim or Chloe. I then then i would or kylie because no listen this business i would Kendall I, can't walk she
1: can't walk in the runways because the runways is canceled that's true she can't she be in the editorials because the editorials are edited so uh-huh. here she is in these streets trying to find revenue and oh Kenneth cole her good girlfriend said hey
0: okay now that is a super cynical view which actually could have merit i don't know uh, listen, maybe uh, she is being paid. And, and truth maybe she is being paid although i don't know what the Payoff necessarily would be so so just as a spokesperson but no but it's not really official spokesperson but okay just on, the video. let me tell <laughs> so Kenneth Cole getting back founded um, the mental health Where coalition is Kenneth Cole getting this money because
1: he sense. has money, so plenty of money is, the stores are closed and reaction
0: Kenneth is canceled. Cole has plenty of money so and the intent of this is to create change in how we as a culture American culture approach mental illness And what he really wants to do, um, according to him, is to destigmatize this public health threat of mental illness. And I can definitely agree that, uh, you know, I think that mental illness is so stigmatized. And it's really global. It's not just here in the States. Um, And this is an issue that we seldom really deal with in an authentic and substantive way, which is why, you know, people still suffer from these things. And the hashtag that's associated with this particular challenge is hashtag how are you really and why that resonated with me personally Mm -hmm. is because I think that lots of people um you know if you ask them how they are even if they're having a bad day even if you know everything in their world is total shit the kind of knee-jerk reaction um is to say I'm fine how are you and I think that this is something where it's like no don't say that you're fine if you're not so I think that ultimately it is a good thing. I
1: guess because I think that anything that Chris Jenner is attached to is a check. Chris so. Jenner
0: is not uh, reported. Re- is not being she reported manages her daughters. as being a part of this, but she could have easily signed off and said, "Do this thing. We don't uh-huh. need any money." Okay. <laughs> like even I though said, that does definitely sound very off brand uh, for Jenner. I Jenner <laughs> so just to be clear um, she's not the only one other celebrities who have actually mentioned this on their social media or done posts or videos about it have included Governor Andrew Cuomo um, as well as um, Chris Cuomo uh, Stanley Tucci the actor from The Wars Prada TV host Michael Strahan as well as Justin and Haley Bieber
1: Oh, that's cute.
0: They're all getting checks. That's great.
1: <laughs> Speaking of getting checks, Versus is back. and uh, I still
0: want to know the pay structure that's going on behind Versus. Well, Is Versus, it just in the merch?
1: I don't know. I think that ultimately, you know, I think that Versus is, it, it's been a very interesting journey they've been on. I feel like they've been able to um, get you know, really great people to join and be a part of. They have been. It is to from a battle to a celebration. I think Mm -hmm. the last couple we've seen such. Um, But this past weekend, Nelly and Ludacris decided to bring back the dial-up network um, of AOL (laughs) and show us what they're working with. (laughs) Which in Nelly's
0: case, wasn't very much.
1: (laughs) Some of us were dropping down and getting our eagle on, while some of us were throwing them bows. (laughs) While apparently in St. Louis there was a storm. So the story of the story... Is a story yes. is that there was this alleged storm in St. Louis that was. Causing it's not alleged. It's been, issues with it's Nelly's been confirmed with Nelly's dial up internet. <laughs> um He said, "If we're going to give you two thousand hits, I'm going to give you two thousand technology, <laughs> and that's what we got." So Nelly was he was <sighs> oftentimes he was blurred. Um, we skipped a few words yes, from time to time. Girl. There was a delay in him lip syncing to his own. There was a big. And he period. was feeling it, oh, and the rest was, of us were he like, "He was high and drunk." And Girl, Ludacris, do you even know what you look like right Ludacris now? Ludacris was giving us judgment on the in the eyes he and the facial was. expressions. He definitely um, was, and I found that to be the most entertaining.
0: Ludacris was all of us in that moment.
1: Um, I don't understand how Ludacris has d- does not have a diamond record, but had better security in his, <laughs> um, Wi-Fi than Nelly. Um, I think that in my in my opinion, the battle was not a battle. Um, it was also not a celebration because, oftentimes, I felt disengaged and not really interested in what was happening because mm-hmm. it was I was combating the Wi-Fi issues and mm-hmm. the delays and and ludicrous giving the roses to Nellie the entire time so that there wasn't, they weren't giving him Teddy Riley um, <laughs> tease, even though they renamed him Nellie Riley. <laughs> so black Twitter came in and let have um, the comments were the best. I think that the spirit of Ashanti was, uh, I'm just going to declare this was over Nellie's fi And she said, no ma'am. Um And Ludacris, I believe, came and slayed and went home and, and you know, was blast,
0: Yes, with his impeccable Wi-Fi that, you know, a couple of little stutters, but other than that, was impeccable. Listen, I heard his music more than I heard Nelly. So piggybacking off of what you're saying... Not only were were there issues with Nelly's Wi-Fi, but even when Nelly was coming in crystal clear, Mm -hmm. his sound was not as good. The bass was not as good. And he was in the studio. His video was not as good. It was just really a piss poor showing. I think he was
1: on a flip phone. You know what? (laughs) He might have been on a sidekick. Well, you
0: said 2000s technology. That would be. That he would might work. have been on a, a T-Mobile sidekick,
1: but I think it was Metro PCS, but that's just my opinion. And it's just
0: like, so, you know, that killed the momentum of this thing for me because what I found, and in full disclosure, the Jill and Erica um, versus was actually the first one that we actually sat down and watched mm-hmm. pretty much from start to finish. Um, Journey, the others, but- we, we didn't really, um, you know, take part in it at all. And for me, what I found is you get into a rhythm and there's a momentum and there's a vibe that happened during that particular verses where you're drinking and you're remembering and reminiscing about the music and singing the lyrics and all. All those things that were not happening in this battle. No, that just we happened. were
1: reminiscing what happened five minutes ago when Nelly
0: actually was on. <laughs> exactly. And reminiscing with Teddy Riley and all of his fuckery and, and bullshit nonsense that was happening a few a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I have to, you know, say that I tapped out pretty early. I mean, we were maybe five or six songs in when I was just like, I am Then done. I wanted to go to Club I'm Quarantine spent. and I, I was am told spent. no. You know what?
1: That was none of my business.
0: <laughs> but there are a couple of moments that I would say that were notable. One would be um, during one of Nelly's mini glitches. Um, and shout out to Ludacris. And it makes sense because if you think about it, Ludacris acts, mm-hmm. Ludacris hosts things. Mm-hmm. So like Ludacris I don't has know what this, he host though. He's hosted like I think award shows and stuff. Oh. So like he um, has this um, you know ease in front of the camera, behind the mic, outside of hip-hop, where he definitely commanded yeah. this whole versus, where he was really the moderator, you know, which he had to be because half the time yeah, you couldn't hear half Nelly. and because was on mute. <laughs> 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 but I, I say special honorable mention to him for that because even in those moments where we're like, what the fuck is going on with Nelly, you know, I think Luda really held his own. And the one thing that he did was he actually played – A clip from Mm -hmm. a new song called Silence of the Lambs that is a um, actual um, track that he has with Lil Wayne or Lil Mm -hmm. Wayne. Um, And it's a Timbaland song. I I said little, I think the first time, Uh, but I meant to say little. Uh, um, But yeah, so and that track to me, it was fire. I liked Uh it. What did you think of that track? I thought
1: it was cute. I think that you know it I wasn't looking for that on the verses but yes. no the music cute. is not the point of um, it. Um you know I feel like Ludacris you know is reaching for trying to become relevant mm-hmm. so this was his opportunity to get Lil Wayne who is um also reaching to remain relevant because i mean what song he
0: came out with since yeah which is Pop. so interesting i never would have thought that Lil wayne would have found himself there at this point in his so
1: career. i mean i thought that the message in the song was cute you know i felt like it was relevant and i felt like it was something that i think that people should be listening to other than
0: you know the tootsie roll slide or so that's my issue that, and I'm glad that you said that because um, I'm not really thinking about relevancy in this particular moment when I when I hear the song and when I hear any music really it's like does it connect with me like I'm mm-hmm. listening to it I'm listening to the lyrics and I think this is what separates someone like a ludicrous from someone like a future if you can understand what future is saying to I parse his that. lyrics. I don't really know what Future is saying. I don't know if it's really that interesting or compelling. And the whole point of hip hop in my mind, and, mm, and granted, me. I'm not a well, huge hip hop fan, you a but I get like where it originated. Like I get the history tell of me, it. And it's tell about me. wordplay. And that was the thing that got me about this particular single. Or there was particular, some particular wordplay song. In it. it he cute. says, I love R. Kelly, but around my daughters, I'm not comfortable. And that's in the opening verse. And then he talked about Bill Huxtable. And then the thing that really got me was when he said that racists are still drinking from Roseanne's bar. I was like, Oh yes. girl. I was like,
1: Ooper. So you know, I didn't get it until I got it. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think that that's an interesting conversation where it's like, you know, you can talk about relevancy. And that's fine. But what he's doing in this song is something that I think is a hell of a lot more authentic to hip hop than anything that these mumble rappers are doing.
1: True. I mean, you ain't got to tell me something I don't have to agree with.
0: The <laughs> <laughs> but anyway getting back to the actual battle um, you know they came back I was looking at things um, because obviously we, we didn't finish it um, Billboard actually gave it to Luda which I thought Luda was going to win anyway
1: Duh.
0: even though Nelly has bigger hits and Nelly has sold True. more records I think that um, in my opinion at least that Luda has more bangers mm-hmm. so I agree, bitch. we'll see what happens you were watching something afterwards where
1: yeah like Swiss Beast was on there and he was being he was interviewing all these people, mm-hmm. Busta Rhymes, and then you came say Usher on. jumped Usher in ju- at some point. Usher came on, okay. uh, and they were talking about like who, and people were commenting who they want next. It was all very diverse people mm-hmm. of all types of age groups. Bitch, we, we had my moms and we had aunties and we had children. Yeah, so I look forward to seeing who's coming. Usher's name was thrown in the, in the hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Brandy and Monica has been requested. Mm-hmm. Um, little Kim was thrown out there with Foxy. Then they said Missy and Lauren Hill. Like it just was a very uh, interesting group. Even though Lauren Hill has one album, but um, (laughs) she can do fujis.
0: So one studio album, yes. So yeah, um, I'm intrigued to
1: see who's announced next. You know, we have time. So am I. Have time,
0: and I mean, I keep really kind of. Going out of their way to mention this whole Brandy Monica thing, they really want it to happen. Obviously, I think Brandy definitely wants it to happen. happen, and I think Monica is the one who's right now trying to I make Monica, sure that it's on terms that she Monica feels comfortable with. She, she, that's not about what she has to do. Okay, she got
1: kids, and she, okay. and her ex is out here messy, but I mean, listen, it is
0: about her wanting to make sure it's done on terms that she feels comfortable with, which I I have to give her credit and respect to that. Okay. The other thing though, before we get off of this topic that I did want to mention is this whole interesting, interesting thing that I noticed that happened on Twitter afterwards where all of a sudden people were either remembering or mentioning that Nellie has had um, sexual assault claims mm-hmm. against him in the past by multiple women and then it was interesting because some people were saying i never heard that i didn't know anything about it yeah. and maybe that's the case if you don't live in washington but the last time it this happened it happened actually was in, in washington so we heard a lot about it when it happened and then we heard nothing about it and it's just interesting to me because tip drill is one of nelly's more popular songs and videos where if you don't know this is the song and video more explicitly where um, either he, I believe it was him, they swipe a credit card in a stripper's butt cheek, butt uh-uh. crack. Like that was the whole thing. Like it was yes. on BT Hopefully that magnetic after trip. dark mm-hmm. or some shit and he swiped a credit card in a woman's ass cheek and it was a controversy. And he actually mentioned during the verses that this, was, this video was one of the best moments in his whole career. Girl, so what it though. makes me wonder is like what Nelly, what do you really think about women or females as he kept calling them during the actual Yes, you know what? Versus. Nelly's none of my
1: business because <laughs> listen, I canceled him when he canceled Ashanti.
0: Oh my God. I mean I never was a big Nelly fan, but in my mind Ludacris won. He was already I mean he was gonna win. He was gonna win, <laughs> was gonna win it in the beginning. <laughs> That's what I said. I said what I said. Yes, bitch. Okay. We can agree there. All right. So moving on. um, We have Mr. J. If you don't know Mr. J, Mr. J was the creative director for America's Next Top Model. Mm -hmm. Wanna be on time. For 18 cycles, which Uh I don't know how many years that actually equates to. Because sometimes they did two
1: cycles a a
0: year. A year or a season. So. Kind of like the voice. Mr. J is actually or has written. A satirical novel that is based on his years on the show. So the novel, which is called The Wig, The Bitch, and The Meltdown, Mm -hmm. is a satirical look behind the scenes of Model Muse, a fictional reality model competition show and global phenomenon. Sound familiar? It says, this twisted tale of ambition, jealousy, blackmail, mystery, and revenge Ooh, is on. seen through the eyes of our of our moral compass, Pablo Ooh, on, Michaels, oh. the heart of production in the helter-skelter world of Model Muse. As the fixer, Pablo is the man everyone turns to in a crisis, and through his eyes, we experience firsthand yes. a behind-the-scenes look. Of the backstage shenanigans oh, of on. the fashion reality TV world.
1: Wow, well, <laughs> feels like feels like a Star Jones moment. Where it really you, does. You take your life and you satire it. Um, yes. I don't know if I needed this book. I don't know if I needed him to come out and say anything. I don't even know if I care about, enough about mm-hmm. him to mm-hmm. wonder. Him and Mrs. J will do these um, Friday morning. Oh, I've th- seen that. talks. I don't watch. I mean, them. I've seen. that It's at nine a.m. and it. typically that's like my day is just starting. So nine a.m. on East Coast time, our
0: time. Oh, okay,
1: my day is just starting. So that's early,
0: huh? That's early.
1: on a early Friday. It's, it's midnight on. I mean, it's noon on the uh, West Coast. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like East I Coast. don't know, and you know, East Coast. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like J. I get what he was, I get what he's doing. He's being a creative artist, an artist, artiste. Mm-hmm. And he is a writer in these streets, allegedly. So
0: Allegedly. You know what? There's I, a ghost in there somewhere. I enjoy I, I that he's being you.
1: creative and finding his time. Um, I don't know what Mr. J does outside of Instagram lives with Mrs. <laughs> J. So this will be a great revenue stream. Miss J, I
0: don't think she's married.
1: Um, I do think that he should have, because apparently it's alleged that him and Tyra don't really have a relationship anymore. They, no, it's they, not alleged. He said it. He said that they've emailed each mm-hmm. other across the last couple years, but they've not seen or worked or, you know, whatever, t- spoke on the phone, etc.
0: The last time they saw each other was in 2017 at BeautyCon.
1: So, I, and obviously in America's Next Top Model's getting, oh excuse me. Ooh, what, what's all what's of, I don't know, girl. All of, all of the headlines. <laughs> right. Um for You
0: need a Zyrtec
1: <laughs> You know what?
0: <laughs> a Zizol. A Claritin, mind your business, bitch. <laughs> Claritin, <not> a Claritin. <laughs> I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> you think that's funny? I do. I know it's funny actually.
1: America's Next Top Model has been getting in all the press, yes. right? Because of, of Amazon Prime. Of the Amazon Prime <laughs> video um, videos, resurfacing of, we mm-hmm. talked about the last couple episodes. They have all the seasons, right? Yeah. So all the cycles, bitch.
0: I'm sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. All the cycles.
1: So what I would say to all of this is, Miss Tyra, Miss Tyra, Miss Tyra. You created this the model model land, some amusement park event, some shit you was doing that obviously COVID has gotten away. I know, seriously. What you need to do is revisit America's Next Top Model and come back with the original um, people, and that will be legendary. It really will be. Mrs. J, Mr. J, uh, Nigel Barker. When it
0: came back a couple of years ago, that's what I was hoping they were going to do, and they did it.
1: And then they did Rita Ora. Oh, shit. <laughs> So, ultimately, at the end of the day, that makes sense. Jay, I don't know if I'm going to read this book. I might get the Cliff Notes, aka Black Twitter, and see what it's about.
0: I'm sure it's going to be good. I mean, my thing is, I think it's going to be juicy. Um, you know, a couple of interesting things that stuck out to me was the meltdown that's in the title of the book. Actually, he did confirm that it there is a scene in the book that is modeled after the I was rooting for you. We all were rooting for you moment that happened on America's Next Top Model, which is very interesting to me. And he also said that there um, are scenes in the book like one in which um, there are a few pages dedicated to a botched makeover or botched makeover scenes. Um, which actually uh, might be more for ratings as opposed to truly benefiting that model is the way that mm-hmm. he is quoted as saying that um, and I also think it's interesting because Jay is kind of taking the the moment to come out and um, not really throw Tyra under the bus but kind of throw her under the bus he put no, he didn't throw her under the bus but he that bleach
1: he's used on his head he doesn't have any sense you know what he
0: definitely pushed her out into the street okay so he might have pushed her. What he said, basically, because um, after all this stuff happened with the backlash, Kim Mock, who was the other kind of like executive, I guess, co-executive producer of the show, came up and basically said that, um, you know, there was a creative team who came up with these decisions, not just Tyra. Well, Jay came out and said, well, no. So, yeah, there was a team. And we would have input, but ultimately it was Kenya mm-hmm. and it was um, Tyra who were making these decisions. So he's kind of like, you know, don't try to say that this was Because us. I think they
1: both were executive producers.
0: Kenya and Tyra. And Tyra. Yeah, co-executive producers. So they were
1: executive in the producing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. So um, the other That's thing that title. that Jay said um, that I found interesting was that he had moments where he felt extremely uncomfortable. During mm-hmm. filming, like mm-hmm. this whole racial swap. Yes, I watched. That, that I think did we talk about that last week?
1: No, maybe two weeks ago. because yeah. I've been revisiting
0: it. Yes, and we were actually talking about this before any. Listen, because we the are fair. in these streets. Yes. yes, girl, look at you, Jay, the trailblazer. Listen, um, but the last thing I want to say about this is, um, and then we'll, we're actually we'll go to a break. Um, is, I, I don't know if you saw the cover Yes, of of Tyra Banks wearing her red wig. No, but look at the subtitle at the bottom. Please read that. What's this like? Because I was like, girl, you know my I say, he's bad. trying to make it seem like he's not being shady. But the
1: Meltdown, and it said, a novel by J. J.
0: Manuel. and was The devil that. also wears cheap shoes. Oh.
1: <laughs> that is petty. <laughs> and and on and the
0: one. cover of the novel. So it says, The Wig, The Bitch, and The Meltdown. A novel In the by same J. Text Manuel. As Next and Time at model. the bottom, the devil also wears cheap shoes with an exclamation that point. Is shady. All right. So well, we'll leave it there. We'll be back with a snack and a
1: <laughs> bunch of other wag ass shit that's happening in these
0: streets. I mean, I don't know that it's whack. It's just I mean, we're gonna unpack happening?
1: how you would use how some how a famous hip hop star used his PPP loan, bitch,
0: and let I just don't know how it. famous he is. I guess. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so we'll be back. <laughs> During these tough times, we all have to be sure to not let Corona get us down. We've got you covered. That's me, Ray and Jay, with fresh playlists on Spotify to get you through while we're all on the sick and shut in list. Be sure to search Spotify for Shuffle and Repeat. He said Top 40 and the Gospel Truth playlist. These are three separate playlists. We will also be sharing links to these playlists this week via social media. So be on the lookout. We just want to make sure that you know that we're all in this together and together is how we'll get through it. So please be sure to go out and have some good time with some bomb ass music. All right, let's get back into the show.
1: Ooh, bitch, we're back.
0: We are. Yes, oh. I'm recharging with this Caucasian
1: hand. Oh well, thank you for. You know, your... I
0: don't love a Caucasian hand, but it'll do in a pinch. Listen, in a pinch, <laughs> in an inch. In lots of sense. Lots of things I'll do in a pinch.
1: Listen, well, you know what won't do in a pinch is getting a Rolex bitch um, and paying child support with a PPP loan. So loving Hip Hop Star Atlanta, um, Maurice Mo Fane, who I don't know who the fuck this is. Why will is, we? We
0: don't watch these shows. He spent
1: two funny. million dollars of his PPP loan on a Rolex, Rolls Royce, and dot 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 child support. <laughs> So, Mo is a star of, like I said, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. He scammed the federal government like a true Donald Trump supporter. And I don't know if he's <laughs> a Donald Trump supporter, but listen, this sounds very Donald Trump of him. If
0: you're a Donald Trump supporter, thank you for continuing to listen. The government's
1: coronavirus loan program out of... He got $2 million and he said, I'm going a, I'm to a buy some things. So, Mo, who is on the show... In the eighth season, he has makes his final court appearance on Wednesday in Georgia on the federal bank charges, according to the U.S. Department of, of Justice. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, he owns like some sort of company called um, it's a trucking company, Flame Trucking. Yeah, and he said he needed the money to pay his employees and other business expenses. Well, instead, he spent on himself. So, within the days of getting this loan, he spent. He squandered eighty five thousand, an easy 85000 on jewelry, including a Rolex and diamond bracelet uh, and a ring. Spent 40000 on child support. He also got a cute little um, car, like I said. And when they came to his house, they said um, in Dakula, whoever the fuck that is, Dakula in Atlanta, I guess.
0: In Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: They said, give us your money. He had
0: $9,400 in his pockets. So that, I, that was so weird to me, bitch who walks around with $9,400 in cash on them. And where are you putting it? Because even if it's in hundreds, that's 94 bills that you have on you.
1: It must've been, he must wear cargo shorts,
0: <laughs> cargo shorts, a fucking utility vest. Listen, I don't know.
1: And then he had $80,000, um, in like accounts that they seized, Ultimately, just so everyone knows, the PPP loan is it was for small businesses or businesses to be a payroll protection plan, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Look I, at believe, me, I believe so. Let something me of that sort. Look at me CNN in this
0: shit. That should be in your notes, Bill. It's not, Bill. <laughs> but
1: what I would say is it was basically, like he said, for business expenses and payroll for mm-hmm. his company, the Flame
0: Riders or whatever it was called.
1: Um, yeah, Flame I mean, the truckers. PPP
0: loan, I know that the the whole intent behind it is so that um, companies don't have to lay people off,
1: yeah, or or put them on furlough. Yeah, because then what happens is that it's, the the goal of it was to re- mitigate the unemployment numbers by giving these people loans mm-hmm. to
0: pay for their employees' paycheck protection. Oh, Program. there you go. You well, were close. You were very close.
1: apparently, Mr. Good Girl Mo said, "I'm used to paychecks, so this is my protection plan." And he over here did the most and basically now might go to federal prison for fraud. Um, he might be impeached, but still stay in office. You know what? Um, and he also may not impeached. give us his tax. He might not give us our t- his tax returns, but he will say that he's not hiding anything.
0: You know, the crazy thing about this story is that then the first thing I thought was what gold for the producers of this TV, mm-hmm. this TV show, I mean. Like, the, you know, whenever some some fuck shit happens to these people who are on reality shows, you know, within your heart and soul oh, that the production. The if
1: Kardashians have not told us anything, you know, is you know, the TV. producers
0: are like, oh, this is great. Like, I'm so glad that this happened. You know, I'm so glad this guy thank is you a for, fucking idiot. Thank you for doing a federal crime. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for committing fraud, because, you know, this will help our ratings. Thank you. Because when you think about it, like this is automatically free press for this show. Uh-huh. Because every time this guy's name is mentioned every They're going to they're mention going to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta Because what else is he doing No one outside of Atlanta knows him for anything else I don't even know else. what he does he is. A, I don't know what he does either. He must be a Ooh, rapper. I don't know what he does either. See? I'm like, wait, I don't. I don't have that on my notes. Um, and that then should be in your notes, boo boo. Also piggybacking off of what you were saying, um, as you strip in front of me, because I, I took my <laughs> hoodie off. I'm like, girl, what is happening? Um, it wasn't just any I'm old warned. car. That he actually allegedly bought. It was a Rolls, Royce. a Rolls Royce race. I said that bitch. So, you know, again, he was claiming this um, loan for his company, which um, a- apparently allegedly has 107 employees um, and has an average monthly payroll of one point, F- just under $1.5 million. Oh, shit. And this is according to an that's affidavit the that's a, that's for the criminal complaint.
1: That's the people need trucks.
0: Yeah. So um, he actually asked for a loan of 3.725 million and certified that those proceeds would be used to, and I quote, retain workers and maintain payroll or make mortgage interest payments, lease payments and utility payments as specified under the Paycheck Protection Program rule. So, um, anyone who knows anything about these types of programs, when it's the government, whether it be the local government or the federal government, uh-huh. there are certain things that you have to attest to. So, in this, you know, in this case, um, you're attesting to the fact that you're going to use these funds in attest. accordance with what the funds are intended. To be used the for attestation. 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 Yes, and an attestation is basically where you say you're gonna, you know, you say that you're gonna do something, or you're saying that something is true. Okay, so then he gets this money, and he uses more than one and a half million dollars of it to buy the things that you mentioned, which is fucking crazy to me. His lawyer comes out and says, and and you know what? <laughs> this is what kills me. And this is really a white a white defense. I'm just gonna say Come it. Come on, okay. Which is like okay. you know where you 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 try to get over mm-hmm. because you think there are loopholes in a law. And
1: what, what's the white people say? Tell me.
0: So what his lawyer is saying is there has been considerable confusion among small business owners oh. about PPP guidelines, particularly around the question of whether and how business owners are permitted to pay themselves a salary or take an owner's draw. I hope oh,
1: so your salary is $1.5 million. Apparently.
0: Okay. I hope the $1.5 million in how long? Jay? Okay. This oh we they, we just started this. We've only been in quarantine well, for a couple said, of PPP, months. PPP, pay me in equity. So $1.5 million in like a month period. In like 30 days. On period. <laughs> All right. And she said, I hope these issues this is his attorney, Tanya Miller. I hope these issues to be better fleshed out in the weeks and months to come. Fuck you, Tanya like like really tanya, tanya come on tanya get Tiana, your fucking taylor life together. whatever
1: your name is
0: bitch get you, your life together you this to pisses be, me off listen
1: i know i know that retainers are good
0: but sometimes you need braces <laughs> and she and we all need to brace ourselves because we're gonna see a lot more of this uh-huh. um this might be love and hip-hop but bitch what about love in
1: in in the street
0: it's the fleecing of america this is something that really has always happened but fleecing. yeah like on fleece? No, like fleece. You know, like fleecing. What's that mean? Like when you are taking advantage of something. Oh, I thought you like fleece to benefit. Like, fleece, fleece, girl. No, fleece, no, fleece. No, fleeting, like a sweatshirt. The girl. fleeting of America. Oh my okay. gosh, that's disgusting. Um, so you know we're gonna see this more. I think that you know the fact that he's a black man who is on a, a you know a, a TV show that's on VH1. It's all about cloud. Then just really you know, puts a target on his back for doing some fuck shit like this. Like you are you started not going to be the one who's going to be able to get away with it. No, and happy. you should have known that ahead of time. You should have known. Um, again, I don't know why he had almost $10,000 $10,000 $10, in your pockets? I can't even imagine. Like, I don't even know. Like, what were you going to do with that money? He was it just doesn't make it. any he sense. He must have been. He was about to buy Fashion Nova. <laughs> um, so, uh, he apparently told agents that he believed he had the right to use part of the PPP loan proceeds Part for. or majority? <laughs> like, it was like what well, was less than half? It was a. Majority. If he got the, oh, what he asked for, which is 2. over three million, million. million, that's what I saw. I saw one point five.
1: Well, I don't know. He because they don't spent know. a lot of money. They don't know, and it wasn't. It what you weren't paid for that.
0: But he said that he thought that he had the right to use like you need
1: gas for the trucks of the PPP loan
0: proceeds for other business purposes and for working capital.
1: You didn't have a car. <laughs> You You need gold chains as working capital? So, wait, I have a question. You went all the way to Bentley for a car. If you didn't have a car, you couldn't get a
0: Prius. Your child support is a part of working capital or other business purposes? Listen. That ain't nobody's business but yours. You laid down with the woman and got her pregnant.
1: And you laid down with the woman and got her pregnant.
0: You know what? So, he was actually released on $10,000 bond. And you better believe we'll be following this story. You know, who knows if we'll hear anything else about it. Because he's essentially going to have to pay it back. Which I'm sure he will. I'm sure he'll be able to do it. Maybe he'll go to the producers of the show and ask them for, an, for advance, an advance. And they'll be able to help him out because, again, this is gold for the TV show. And he just stepped into a fucking... Stepped on a landmine, blew his fucking leg off, and now everybody else is going to benefit and not him.
1: Well, Dummy. Tanya. Speaking of Tanya, the lawyer. <laughs> we have another lawyer. Is it a lawyer? No, it's not a lawyer. <laughs> I don't know. So, Alan... What's his last name? <laughs> Grubman. Yes. According to pay six reported that the hackers were able to demand $20 million, um, for them to not release a bunch of receipts about a bunch of people, those clients to the firm. Um, well, uh, let me just start back up. Yes, please. So Level this set, very, the, the magazines have said that Alan Grubman is the most powerful attorney in the music business. Mm-hmm. He has been rated Why? That Why they since say that? 2015 Uh, His clients um, include Gaga, Madonna, Minaj, Bruce Springsteen, Mariah Carey, one... you know he he got married and Mazana was at the wedding like apparently he he is connected yes he is it.
0: prominent well
1: they're out here trying to the the hackers are trying to get 20 million, 21 million dollars or they're going to release what they got
0: yeah so just to be clear so this group claiming um and and i think they're called Reval. so like are evil, so like R-E-V-I-L. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> and they People play on words. They claim that they stole 756 gigabits worth of documents Damn. on the firm's clients. Um, I and don't then, even speak
1: gigabit, but that sounds like <laughs> a lot.
0: <laughs> and then that brings us to what you're saying about them um, asking for, well, originally it was $21 million not to release it. Um, there were also reports that they had released some contract information of Lady Gaga's on the dark web. Listen, I have never been on the dark red, but send me the link because I feel like there's a lot
1: on the dark
0: red. I don't want that.
1: Oh, okay. They'll come and
0: get me. You'll probably be okay because you know you're the right skin color.
1: Well, apparently $20 million will get you a lot <laughs> of tea, bitch. And you know what? This right here is just an example that everyone's information is up for grabs. It doesn't matter if you are a celebrity or you're a regular person, your information in some in these cases of celebrities, he has memos, emails, he the, the hackers, he is it might be a woman, we don't know. They mm-hmm. they have email contracts, they have um, back and forth correspondence. Mm-hmm. They have bitch, they have tea. And they have tea going from Donald Trump all the way down to Gaga and uh, Madonna. Well, the Donald
0: Trump thing was an interesting um, kind of addendum to this or like revelation where they said they say they have information from Donald Trump. The media can't really um, confirm whether that's true Mm -hmm. or not. They said it's dirt. They basically came out and said you know, now we want forty-two million dollars, which is double what they were asking oh, for originally. Okay. And if they don't get it, then they're going to release information, including really damning information, allegedly about President Trump. Which I'm like, what? What, what else? What do we do not we know already know? Pissed, like you know, alleged. Um, hookers in Russia pissing on them, although they came out and said that they think that that's not true, but I could see it. Um, and then, you know, the story that I talked about last week where, like, he's shitting himself while he's oh, doing the celebrity it apprentice. It, it, does, it does depend. Depends on a lot of different things. Um, but yeah, so now they're saying that they want this money. If they don't get it, they're going to release this information. So, we'll see what happened. I mean, the interesting thing about this particular case is not like the, what was that, the Sony hack that we had a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Um, where there were some kind of um, negative things that were released for celebrities and different movies that Sony had um, in production. In this particular case, it seems like what the hackers have are contracts, NDAs, which I guess an NDA is something where
1: yeah.
0: um, maybe there's something in it. But no, because normally NDA, NDA is just
1: like, don't say shit. Don't
0: talk about it. Like whatever happens stays You know, whatever ha- happens here stays here is what an NDA is. Um, contact information and private correspondence. So maybe in the private correspondence or something. I don't know, girl. But uh, Grubman has already said that he Grubhub? is. Grubhub. <laughs> He already said he is not. Oh, gr-
1: oh the guy. He is
0: not negotiating I thought with
1: you them. You said Grubhub. I'm like Grubhub's Okay. In here, the oh FBI God.
0: says that they are terrorists, and then Grubman says that he is not negotiating with terrorists.
1: Well, you know what? Listen, if we didn't negotiate with terrorists, we wouldn't have Donald Trump in the office because that's what we're doing. Oh, we're my negotiating God. with a national with
0: a, with an American terrorist on our our health. Oh my god. I actually don't think that this is as big a deal. Not unless there's something we don't know about. Listen. On it on its face though, this story to me is just like whatever. Who cares if they're contracts? Well, I are just want to let
1: you know that Beyonce's name is not in this. Parkwood no. is not having that. <laughs> and she said, Alan Grubhub, you ain't gonna
0: have me. Not Alan Grubhub. <laughs> so yeah, so um, you know, from one form of fuckery to another. Now we have 6ix9ine, Takeshi, he has been in these headlines Taekwondo, the live troll dog. Since he got out of the, um, the, the, the lockup, love lockdown, yeah, bitch. That guy, the one, yeah, with all the tattoos on his face. Uh-huh. etch sketch on his face. A sketch So he is now getting into some type of a feud online with Snoop Dogg. So apparently... 6ix9ine, that's what we'll refer to him as. It's a little easier than to, to, to cashier or whatever. Um, he actually has posted on Instagram asking um, fans if he should reveal which rappers have also snitched. Quote unquote, because you know they why. told me everything when I started. Um, and uh, he then shared a screenshot of the story on an the Instagram post, which received a comment from 6ix9ine at Snoop Dogg her, sir, let's chat. Probably he then left life. another comment suggesting Snoop has snitched on Death Row co- co-founder, Shig Knight. You're in denial. The paperwork is online and Shig Knight speaks on it from prison, but we choose to ignore who we want to call rats. Mm-hmm. He also went on Some to share mice. a video of him watching an interview with Knight who insinuated Snoop avoided harsh criminal sentences because he was an informant. Mm. So obviously Snoop then took to social media immediately to deny these accounts. The thing that I said, I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, you know, I didn't Snoop snitch said, on anyone. No, he said that me and um Suge are on good, good terms now mm-hmm. and don't come in here trying to start and stir some shit
1: up. Takashi 6'9", six, 64, 7, whatever yeah, six, his name. 69, let's just call 69. him 69. Yeah. You were out here on, in the witness protection um, plan, and if you did not know, like um, we watched Scandal and we watched um, How to Get Away with Murder, which Rest in peace to that show that ended. Perfectly. That was about to
0: be. That was almost my love it today.
1: But we know that you should be hiding, <laughs> and you have decided to reach to to release bippity boppity boo. Um, music.
0: But where do you hide when you have etch sketch on your face and you wear and like I said, Glow hair? I said, what was the with li- the lace front? With the Sometimes rainbow like lace are live front. Live
1: shows on Monday at five thirty Eastern Pacific Standard Time every Monday. And <laughs> these podcasts can be confused. I don't know if I said it. there or here. But you wear. Makeup. There's no
0: hiding with a rainbow lace front,
1: especially when you're wearing. Exactly, rainbow right, lace fronts. You you look like a whole ass clown and. Ultimately, to me, I feel like this is a reach for him to get more in the press, and then his what they do is they fold in that bippity boppity boo was released, and everyone will go stream it, and he'll be able to, you know, um, you know, get a, get a, a potential number one, I guess. And uh, wearing we'll see shark's what tail, we'll he, he see what wearing a shark's tail necklace with the song. And,
0: Wait, didn't his song come out the same week as um, Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber? and that's his, All
1: the well. issues that he was saying that Billboard was behind. Child. The long and the
0: short is wait. T- what issues? Six- I didn't hear about this.
1: Yeah, to Oh nine. no! Yes, I yeah, did. Uh-huh. He said they
0: manipulate. They manipulate. Well, their bitch, charts.
1: you manipulate lace fronts. <laughs> so you're the only male rapper I know that wears a good lace front that gives us body and waves in their hair, and and I don't care about you. <laughs>
0: snoop also said last time you said something i ain't have time but today i got time mm-hmm. <laughs> you better get the fuck off my line n-word snoop got snoop got time he rap boy you really better leave me alone i ain't the one no way go on and do your shit and get out my way, bitch! She said move, you bitch. funky dog head, Ooh. rainbow head, dog head, bitch! <laughs> yeah, it's you like a rainbow head, dog head, <laughs> bitch! Better leave the dog alone. Go find you a cat, Tom and Jerry shit. Fuck with the dog, nothing nice, bitch, rat boy. I mean, here he goes with the dog head shit again. You know, I didn't like, I didn't appreciate that when he was talking about um Gail. But I mean, this is foolishness. I personally, and I'm not like a I'm huge not team Snoop. I'm no, mm, I'm not a oh. huge Snoop Dogg fan. Oh, not a. Mm. Mm. And Snoop has issues, and he's problematic for a lot of different reasons for me. One of which being that, like, like, he's a total misogynist. Um, alleged. He is. A mis- he is not even alleged. Like in what he's released and the work that he's done and the things that he said. Oh, beautiful. I just mis- want you to know the misogyny you're my favorite girl. is there um but i mean if i had to side with someone i would definitely side with snoop in this particular case because That's like good. really takashi really six nine whatever whoever bippity boppity as you were calling bippity boppity
1: boo bitch i don't know i'm not listening to that song the goop the gop i don't know what it is
0: rainbow head and i don't give
1: a <laughs> fuck about his troll ass um tactics and at the end of the day i'm fine with whatever's happening because it's not my business
0: yeah well we'll see what i mean uh, maybe we'll talk about mm-hmm. what happens mm-hmm. as this unfolds. maybe we won't we did definitely feel like it was worth mentioning because it kind of just took a life of its own this week and um you know i i, I certainly don't think this is over so you know we'll see It
1: we'll ain't okay. over till the fat lady's singing and she ain't even mm-hmm. she ain't even
0: humming but you know who is singing bitch who's singing oh
1: going into shuffle and repeat yes. so rowan row james and brandy so it has been rumored for weeks that Roe James was going to release this song. It's going to be on his new album, which is, we will be released via by storm entertainment slash RCA. This album comes out May 29th and it is called manic. Um, and, this song is called Plan B. So it is not the pill, but a song. Um, and it I was confused
0: considering that she did Baby Mama last week uh-huh. and then the song. And then I was I like, was the like timing I is off. where are we going with this? But when you
1: listen to it, DJ Camper produced it. Um, it was one of the writers. Overall, I feel like I love DJ Camper. Mm, overall, I feel like it is um, it, what Ro was trying to say is he's patient when it comes to love. He's willing to wait has low interest in um until his love interest rather realizes that he's ultimately the right pick so like really talking about like I'm going to be patient for her to mm-hmm. love me the way I love her um Brandy actually So like says, if you're not
0: ready let's go on the plan B. So
1: Brandy says that she the song was already done. She said her row has been a, cl- a close friend of hers and they've been like being a part of recording session listening sessions with their work and she said she was coming in. there. She was listening to the record. And she was like, wow, like, like I just just want to sing around you. Let me add some harmonies and put a bunch of ghost vocals on the song. And then what happened was... Oh, she, that's
0: so funny that she referred to it as ghost vocals. And I'll she tell said, you in a moment. Why?
1: Oh. Go on. You hear the birds?
0: No, but go on. <laughs> the birds is chirping. Girl, are the, the ghost birds uh-huh. in the background. So Brandy
1: was like, she then laid a whole verse. The next thing she knew, she was featured on the song so overall i'm looking forward to the project because i want to see the growth that we see in roe james he's working with miguel obviously brandy he's released Mm -hmm. a couple songs from this project excuse me last time touchy feely you know i i definitely enjoy him as an artist i I feel like he he is definitely someone that i think that people have we've seen explore fashion in a in a new way that r&b has not seen Mm -hmm. um and I'm here for it. You know, you know, I'm not like attracted to him, but I feel like oh. his music itself. <laughs> Who's is saying anything about attraction? Because I know you and You raised your eyebrows.
0: Oh, that, I didn't mean it that way. That's. So I like it. You're It's on repeat
1: for me. What's you? What's your
0: thoughts, <laughs> babe? All right. So um, it has a very slinky R&B, R&B vibe, which I did not realize, which I usually do that research, but I didn't realize that DJ Camper was involved, but it totally makes sense. And now I think about it. I'm like, wait. Pretty sure DJ Camper posted about it on Instagram, um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, the thing that you said about the ghost vocals is what stuck out to me. So in my notes, what I have is that her vocal has a very ethereal sound, Well, oh, come on, an ethereal. ethereal quality to Ooh, it. Yes, ethereal, um, which makes it seem like it's not really a duet. It makes it seem like she's more singing background for most of the song, and then at the very end of the song, we get the best lyric first of all, and then. Um, also a moment where it feels like it's now all of a sudden a duet, Not like the best three minutes three minutes in, um, where she, being Brandy, says, oh, hit me like when lightning strikes, like 1999, back when the music was right. Oh, well, you I hit me like, like a those. heartbeat, so fast, like a heart attack. I don't know where I am. Oh. And I don't know where you are. Who do you think you are? And who do you think I am? Mm. Hit me like a heartbeat so fast, and then the song fades out. So like again, so I think it's deliberate that this song is supposed to have this like '90s throwback feel, and it fades away like songs used to do back then. Um, But I'm, I'm I'm left wanting more. And I'm also left, again, feeling like this isn't really a duet. Although, obviously, with her being throughout the song, we certainly want her to be credited. Come on. But, again, it doesn't necessarily feel like a duet. So, unfortunately for me, even though I love Brandy and I like jams James here and there, this is on shuffle for me. Oh, bless you. <laughs> All right. So, moving on. We have Chloe and Holly, or Chloe X Holly. Like, it they surprise us with stylized. an actual, what
1: feels like a... First single, like the yeah, packaging that, it that as a last first
0: song, um, you know, it, it was a was, buzz. It was what it was. Um, and this particular song, which is called Do It to your point, does sound like okay, bitch, get us ready for this record, this album that's coming. Um, I am here for this. This song is interesting too because I feel like it's a little aspirational in these days of COVID, because it really is a song that's kind of about partying with your friends. Um, best lyrics. Um, yeah, I beat my face. Moving fast, face. cause the Uber Moving on the fast. way.
1: Uber's on her way. taking pictures, taking pictures, make
0: sure you can't see no lace. Listen. That wig secure like the money in the safe. Oh, I look on. like Bay. Okay. You I know, heard who produced that. this? Um, no. Scott what? Storage. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, I, And that's I unpacked this. That's very I was like, wait,
1: Scott Storch. Like he's He back? just produced it, he didn't co-write it. He co he wrote it too. Okay. Co- and then wrote, I was like co- Scott Storch. I'm sure like, they wrote too. They did too. Yeah. He actually was involved with Sama Walker's pocket, package um um project rather. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And he produced seven thirteen with the Carters. Yeah. He was part of it. Yeah. I didn't realize that Scott Storch was back in these streets working. He and is, and this, like right quietly. Here, Quietly Victoria, with those cheeks of his. Victoria Monet. Monet. She mm-hmm. also co-wrote. Mm, that's a lot of
0: writers. Um, okay, there was like six. Yeah, which I mean, feels it is what it is these brand. days. Yes, um, <laughs> for like which is interesting because and it's a lot for the two of them because normally they are the ones who are doing everything. Mm-hmm. Which but be- this is clearly a play for. Um, you know i think that, and this is not a dig at them because i think that they've done a lot and they're, they're they have amazing. really great music but i think this is a play really to take them to the next level
1: for sure this album their sophomore album will get them they were nominated for best new artist and and uh, i think their album also was nominated for their debut so this album will be nominated for grammy as well um, I think the song is definitely to your point. It feels very on brand for them. Very, but it also feels grown. Mm-hmm. And there's this sex of there's a sex appeal that's attached. And to And in song the video, which that is I a don't great, think the visual that Chloe and Holly have really been sexy up to this. Point. Oh,
0: I would disagree with you.
1: They have been. To me, I feel like this was their moment of like they're both they're nine they're twenty, and I think they're twenty and twenty one, and. They're they're definitely they're getting into that vibe as an artist of like owning their sexuality and their mm-hmm. body and like being confident and nineteen and twenty whatever they are. But ultimately, the the visual was good. Yeah. Um the the wardrobe was amazing. The visual
0: is sexier.
1: Yes, and I felt yeah. like the cost the their wardrobe was definitely more mature for mm-hmm. them. Um, Bauman was all up in it.
0: Oh, I um, can tell that. Yeah, it,
1: there was. I feel like there was. There was a nod to a lot of really amazing R&B um, artists. I got a little bit of Aliyah in some moments with like the mirrors um, and dancing in the mirrors. Mm-hmm. Um, their sisterhood is really inspiring. And ultimately, this is on repeat for me. I want to hear if it's on repeat for you. Boo. Oh,
0: it's definitely on repeat for me. I actually really enjoy it. It is like the song that I need right now because... Um, you know, you spoke of wanting to go to uh, club quarantine. Is that what you call it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I am finding myself like wanting to hear music that's more like dancing, and, like makes me want to shake my ass, mm. even though right now I can't shake my ass anywhere other than right here in this apartment <laughs> on a Zoom call. But you know what? It's fine. Um, I, uh, you know, read a story where they were saying that there's been blood, sweat, and tears mm. into the process of the new album. Um, and this was Holly who said this, she said, um, we've been trying to release it to just get it out from under us because we just keep creating and songs keep stacking on top of each other. Mm -hmm. So of course it has been a process. um, But for her being Holly, especially I feel like um, I've learned a lot of patience and I've learned to keep the faith because if I do, So then things will be okay in the long run. So I'm very eager to hear this album. I think Mm -hmm. it's going to be a departure for them from what we're used to hearing. And, um, you know, but still with their sound and I'm here for it.
1: Well, their vocals are unmatched. Yeah, and they're impeccable. And I'm ready. The
0: harmonies, oh, the harmonies.
1: Well, one vocals that I could live without is Katy Perry. Katy Perry. <laughs> she released a song called "Daisies," and I'm telling you, it is not roses. She came out with this song, and it is John Bellihan is involved. He produced, also co-wrote, and sang background. That is a f- Ray is over there licking his lips because he loves the John Belien. What?
0: Oh yes. Oh yes. But Katy Perry that is, is a
1: snooze. She is. She is And I am me... attracted
0: to him just so we're clear. Oh, I know.
1: <laughs> Katy Perry is a snooze. Katy Perry, this song is a snooze. It needs mulch and it needs <laughs> it needs other ingredients for the actual track to grow. For me, I feel like this is departure from what I actually care about with you. I don't care. Uh-uh. Um, what I will say is that um you should just basically have your kid. And be on mute um, because I don't need this. It's on shuffle all the way. And I'm going to delete it from my memory. There's no shade. I don't need her. That's me.
0: (laughs) All right. So um, Katy Perry is actually a point of contention between you and I. Um, She is definitely kind of like one of the main artists that we diverge on. Um, And when I say that, it's because um, even though I'm not by any means a huge Katy Perry fan, um, I think I've said before that, like I just like Girl, all different types of music. So oh, you're eclectic, very eclectic. Eclecticism Ooh. is my jam. That's you're my like a thrift shop. You never okay, know what you're going to. That's bitch. You never know you're going to okay. get. I never know. Um, but there, but I also, uh, you know, for me, good music is good music, and it has to be a certain way for me to be into it. And mm-hmm. for Katy Perry, what I actually have found is that Katy Perry's darker, if you want to call it that, music actually resonates more with me. So I not know she had dark music. She has music that's darker than, the dark Horse. Fucking, than her big fucking songs. Dark Never Horse is her. not dark, I no, don't bitch, think. I don't know. No, so, um, you know, to be clear, this is an anthem that she's released, um, and it's more like um, Chain to the Rhythm, which was one song that actually Still was an like okay song. hit for her, but it, the subject matter is not what you are used to hearing from her. Mm-hmm. And in this case, sample lyric is told them your dreams... And they all started laughing. I guess you're out of your mind till it actually happens. And that's how the song actually starts. Then she goes on to say, they told me I was out there. Try to knock me down. Took those sticks and stones. Showed them I could build a house. They tell me that I'm crazy, but I'll never let them change me. Till they cover me in daisies, daisies, daisies. So literally, like the title of this song is adjacent to death. So that's what I mean when I say dark. Like when she says Daisy's here, she's talking about when she's Roses. dead and buried oh, and cute. the flowers are put on her grave. That's cute. So, um, Just again. Just because you have five songs from
1: one <laughs> album in the top 100 does not make you Michael Jackson.
0: <laughs> it really doesn't. That is true. We can agree there. Um, But I actually like this song. Okay. You know, she said she wrote the song a couple of months ago. Oh, girl. You and eight other people. As a call to rem- Eight other people. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> so
1: eight months ago, eight other people were in the, in the room while you wrote the song.
0: As a call to remain true to the course you set for yourself, regardless okay, of what girl. others may think, and I actually like that. I hear that message in the song, and I appreciate I don't care it. About There's her. a little bit of a kind of like a um, acoustic guitar that's, that's in the song, mm-hmm. um, and you know, like you said, there are quite a few um, credited writers, including my crush of all time, John Balion. Um and it was produced by people I never heard of, Monsters and Strangers. But they actually
1: work with Dualipa. Oh, Maroon so that Five. makes sense.
0: Uh, that makes sense. Like these big pop songs, right? That totally reset. makes sense. So I get it. So I think that it has a chance of being something and being a hit. I for don't her. care, bitch. This um, needs mulch,
1: like I said. It needs <laughs> manure. It needs, it needs a whole de-weeding the garden, okay, bitch. bitch. I don't know. All right. It. Well, for me, it's on repeat.
0: So for you, it's on shuffle. For me, it's on repeat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so from one pop act to another. You love a good pop act, bitch. So the Joe Bros, the Jonas Brothers, have come out with, actually, it's a dual single, and I don't know if you listened to the second song. I did. Um, there are two songs. One is X. The other is Five More Minutes. So they released it as XV. That's clever. Um, and the first song is featuring Carol G. Not familiar with her. She is Latina. I thought you
1: said. What did I say in the car? I was like Carol Karen G yes and I, was was, like, and I, and I said no girl Karen. not Karen Carol, Carol she's a Latin star so she is I, she, yes. she's won a Latin Grammy. I know that she's Latina she's won a Latin Grammy so or, or Hispanic there's a
0: difference but we won't
1: call but it but fans that. they got the, the song right here bitch mm. I
0: wasn't sure if I was feeling it at first either when I listened to it the first time I was getting a reggae vibe but then when I listened to it a second time I was like no that's not reggae that I'm hearing what I'm hearing is more of a world music vibe
1: I had that down I said world and it's music. more
0: of a Latin world music type vibe um, in the actual music and instrumentation um, which I'm actually here for it, and the, more listen world, it music, the more I listened to it The more I liked it Listen, Because it made me again feel like I just wanted to get up and just start shaking my ass You always want to shake your ass That's the very own brand for me shaking it your is. ass
1: Listen <laughs> not on Saturday when I wanted to go to club quarantine
0: You know what Now did you see that Ryan Tedder actually is co-writer on mm-hmm. this Yeah. Um, You're Ryan so Tedder obviously You got huge. those receipts um, um, Shellback also huge producer Swedish producer producer, very frequent collaborated with Pink, but with a whole bunch of other pop stars too. Um, and this is definitely on repeat for me. Oh, now. bitch, this song sure is first, on but... a
1: whole repeat <laughs> to shuffle. I don't need this song.
0: I feel like our listeners are gonna agree with you. And I don't need like the it. song.
1: Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I had to ask I had to ask Ray if they were white. I was like, I, I never met <laughs> Oh, someone... you did?
0: You were like, What's their nationality? nationality. I never met a white person said, named Jonas. Something white. <laughs>
1: I was like, I met I would love a first name Jonas, but the last name, you can't uh. be I need to know. You from Jer <laughs> they're from Jersey, I know that much.
0: Right, exactly. They're but probably like a
1: people, Not Who all white knows. people live from Jersey, okay?
0: No, so I'm not I would saying. I say the Jonas Brothers. I did not this say I is, Thank I never said you.
1: That. Next. Don't need it.
0: I liked Five More Minutes, too. I didn't spend as much time with it, um, but I, I, enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I don't need Five More Minutes.
1: I don't need X. I don't need X. It XB. was interesting, though, because
0: X, only Nick is credited as a writer, but on Five More Minutes, all of the brothers are credited no, as a
1: writer. No, because Nick writers. probably was, th- um, was Nick's song. And then he <laughs> said, we should oh, record. You know this.
0: what? That's a good point. It probably was. You're welcome. Yes, bitch. So
1: speaking of songs that just show yes, up and show late out, late edition, late edition. So Mario, um, those of you may remember his nostrils um, from <laughs> "Let Me Love You." Um, nostrils.
0: He's got abs too. He's got some. But other he, things you ha- might remember. it was
1: his face was very nostril heavy. He was, and, and I never saw him to be attractive. And in the face, mm, he's okay. I don't even need to see him in the in the below the knees. <laughs> and like I don't, I don't need to see it. I don't need to see above the knees, below the knees. The elbows. But below the below, the, below the knees though. I don't need to see any of it. Well, he released a new song that basically Usher said he didn't want and it was called Closer. It sounds like such an Usher it, song. Sonically, it is an Usher song. Vocally is an Usher song. It sounds like an Usher song. He sounds like, an Usher, he sounds like an Usher singing an Usher song. Like it just overall, I mean I'm, it was I'm like an Usher it. song. It's appropriate. It feels like he's just trying to push and find a way to be remain ele- oh, relevant. I don't need a main project. I don't even need an E P bitch. Give me a Tringle. <laughs> <laughs> um but the person that actually was a part of the production is Theron Thomas who actually has produced big hits like Lizzo's Juice um, and All Night by Beyonce. So mm-hmm. he definitely this song, I don't know if he his team afforded them, but mm-hmm. he this might have been like him getting um a hand me down. And I'm I'm okay with a hand me down. This I for me, I just like it's it dare I say is a repeat because I like the track. I mm-hmm. just didn't know if I needed him.
0: Okay, so it's on repeat for you. Agreed. Okay, good. So I just wanted to be clear. I'll be quick I, clear, bitch. I mean, you really said everything that I was gonna say. To be perfectly oh, honest, come on. And from your I, mouth to my ears, <laughs> but it was your mouth, not below my. the knees, bitch. <laughs> from your mouth below the knees. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah. So I would agree with you that it definitely sounds like an Usher song through and through not that that's necessarily a bad thing anyone who follows the music industry close enough knows that there are plenty of times where a song is written with one artist in mind and then that artist pass passes on it or whatever happens the songwriter producer whoever decides to give it to a different artist so you see ya. happens a lot um but i am definitely saying this is on repeat um, you know, it is a very sexy song. He's cooing on it. Ooh, he says, come on. coo th- on it." I think me us and you should skip the foreplay. Oh, not a foreplay. Baby, I've been waiting on you all day.
1: No, see, she need foreplay.
0: Honestly, I think we had enough space, girl. OK. Mm, or guy. Well, whoever. We don't judge. Um, so, yeah, I his last album. We've talked about it. We reviewed it. It was actually one of my favorite albums that was released mm-hmm. last year. Um, Surprisingly, um, I noticed that social media, a couple of outlets were saying um, or floating Mario's name as being a a possible versus for Usher makes absolutely no sense for reasons that should be pretty fucking obvious. If Usher's going to do anybody, it's going to be Chris Brown. Um, But yeah, so I would say this is definitely on repeat for me and I'm into it. That's good, bitch. At least you're into something. What the hell is that supposed to mean?
1: Listen, that's your business. It is my business, but I don't know what it means. The next person is you, Bill.
0: I know that it's me, but I need, we need to unpack where this negativity and vitriol is coming from. Listen, I'm visceral reaction below the knees. (laughs) 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 All right. So another, um, and oh, the last thing I did want to say about Mario is that that actually escaped us because normally we will give you all songs the week they come out. Somehow Mario um, actually missed our attention, came out on April 24th, but we felt that it was worth, worthy uh, of a mention. Okay, so Scarlett Park, shout out to Scarlett Park. She actually um, is an artist who is local to um, here in Seattle. She is amazing. Yeah, we and, saw her
1: at last year's Cap Hill. We discovered her um, at last year's Cap Hill Black right, Party. she came to our attention, um, yes, for sure. And we were like, who is this? I'm here for her. She was giving us she drama, giving, and her ornaments. I'm here for it, but go ahead, Yes, babe.
0: Yes, so she has released a new song. It is called Pretend. Um, and this actually did just come out, like, the rest of the songs that we're talking mm-hmm. about. Lots of lots of good songs this week. Lots of good music. And I'm here for it. It is definitely on repeat. Um, I love... It's kind of like... It's in between, I guess, like, R&B and kind of a little poppy. Kind
1: yeah, of. Her last record that came out was um, Flight Risk, which mm-hmm. was definitely more pop. Mm-hmm. Um, and even how it was packaged felt very pop. Yeah. It felt reminiscent of big artists like lady gaga even a like Katy perry where it was like let me show you a concept give you sounds mm-hmm. give you i have a voice i'm talented but i'm gonna give you a concept queen like i'm yeah. gonna show you what it is yeah and that and was what we got from what her we performance and yeah. so we were like okay was everything. bitch i'm yes. here for her <laughs> and this i feel like this song to your point right it definitely feels like there's, there's growth happening in her mm-hmm. and I think that she's becoming closer to closer to the type of artist that she wants to be. Yeah. And I don't um, know if growth
0: is a word or maybe evolution. Evolution. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: So for me, I feel like this is a collab that she did with um, Jake Crocker, who this isn't their first collab. They've been done together. Um, it feels like, and they, she actually released a song last year also called mm-hmm. Nowhere to Go single. Mm-hmm. Visual was lit and she recently dyed her hair dark, which Team dark hair, Scarlet. <laughs> I'm here for it. This is yes. on repeat. What I love about Scarlett's voice is there's this sense of drama when she sings, and I don't know if it's intentional, but like how she presents the words, the notes that she's doing, there's this it, it there is just there's this level of drama that's attached to it that I actually yeah. enjoy. Yeah, and she's talented, so right. like when you pair those two things together, it's like pretty powerful duo, yeah so.
0: definitely and also when you can couple those things or marry those things to you know the type of performance where you know you're giving not just drama not just vocals you're giving a bit of choreography it's a just look, like hey, right it's here. a it's a package so um we definitely wanted to make sure that we shouted out scarlet um again the song is called pretend it's on repeat for both of us and we hope it's going to be on repeat for you as well, yeah. All right, and that is shuffle and repeat. Lots of things that add is, to a playlist. Bitch. It is, and this week I actually have made the executive decision uh-huh. to not have a political realness yes. segment. I think there's a lot going on. There is.
1: The only thing that's real that's political (laughs) bitch is that you're at home and voting is in November.
0: Um, And I think we kind of, you know, we all could use a break, including myself, from um, the discourse that's going on. There'll be plenty of time for us to discuss um, the um, conventions that are going to happen in the summer. We, you know, don't know what that's going to really look like. The Republicans are still saying they're going to hold theirs in person. 50,000 people descending on one city, which sounds crazy to me. I think the Democrats are having a more level-headed conversation where they are saying that they want to wait and see what happens. Um, And, of course, if we see a rise in numbers of COVID cases due to the reopenings, then everything may be canceled. But Uh I say all that to say that we're going to skip that this week, and we're going to move um, right into the word of the week. And this week, the word of the week that I am choosing.
1: words, (laughs)
0: Pronouns, (laughs) adjectives, etiquette is probably a word you've heard before, but you may not know what it means. Mm, And it's a word I used earlier and it's ethereal. Oh yes. Ethereal. And you had a reaction to it earlier. So that's why I'm choosing it. E is in Edward. T is in Tom. H is in house. E is in Edward. R. E is in Edward. Lots of E's. A is an Apple. L. Ethereal. And what this means. So I have uh, one collegiate definition with um, three subheadings. A is of or relating to the regions beyond the earth. B is celestial or heavenly and C is unworldly or spiritual. And what I said was that Brandy's vocal on Roe James' new single were ethereal because they did feel very otherworldly. They felt very ghostly. They felt very not on this plane to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's Watching the ludicrous and Nellie's verses
1: was profound because I found that Nellie was ethereal <laughs> in him thinking that we knew what he was saying. Girl,
0: Nellie's Wi-Fi was ethereal. Listen.
1: <laughs> etherealistic, bitch.
0: <laughs> Alright, so we that want... To... <laughs> is our episode, bitch. Yes, that is true. We want to remind everyone... Mm, tell them. Yes. Okay. To rate, you and subscribe, just like we did at the, the top of this thing that we do every week. And we also want to remind you to tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes. Because the more people you tell, the more um, you know, ears that we can um, bless, if you will.
1: Listen, and we hope that we have made you laugh, yes. cry, especially during scream, these tough times. Scream and yell because listen. <laughs> I hope, that, we hope
0: we hope you're talking to your uh, speakers because listen. That has
1: been our goal and our objective during <laughs> these quarantine. Is this yes. is something we both look forward to each week, and Definitely. because of you, we continue to do it. So, Indeed. thank you so much. We will see you on the other side. Zip it to the left and yes, to the right side. Let's have a great week.